0: the humans of sydney podcast today um so i'm adam this is satchin um and this is my Swarin. um just thank you for tuning in last week we got quite a lot of like nice messages about the podcast um about people that sort of found some value in it or just found it funny um so that's yeah that was really cool Sachin.
1: yeah we were super stoked about last week's response like we decided on that day that we we're going to do a podcast and then we just booked the room and did it, and it was like super cool. So we decided to continue it, and today we have the very lovely Maya on board. So I'll give you a quick bio about who Maya is before she introduces herself. So Maya is currently on the board of directors for the UCU, USU, sorry. <laughs> um, she's been uh, she's been the SRC, on the general exec of the SRC in the past. Um, she's also been to nationals twice, also referred to as Easter's, for debating. Um, and I believe you only started debating at university. Yeah. So that is very impressive, and Sydney is the best debating university in the world, which is super cool. And apart from that, Maya likes yoga, traveling, dogs, Yeah. you told me you just got started into the gym, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and apart from the official staff, everyone kind of knows Maya's name around campus, whenever you talk about <laughs> Maya, there's never a bad word to be said. So no. she's the angel of the campus. So Thank
2: you for coming. Mm-hmm. No worries. It's really exciting to be here.
0: Mm. <laughs> and um, and yeah, chats. this is the first time I'm meeting Maya as well, which yeah. is yeah, pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Cool to hear what um she's about. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. be good.
1: This is actually pretty interesting, but. When me and Adam int- meet like friends for the first time, we feel like we've known them so much because we yeah. talk about a lot of people. So like we feel like we know them when we don't even know them.
0: Yeah, I've got like ten of Sachin's like really good friends, which like I know their whole life story, <laughs> and I've never even <laughs> met them just because of how much he talks about them.
1: <laughs> okay, so considering we have some of the USU here, let's start off with um, student politics. So first of all, how would you get involved? And from from from, from like in non-student politician perspective, it can kind of seem like a bit what's right like what's the right word to crazy. describe it. Yeah, a little bit crazy. Yeah. Like um I'm sure a lot of people watching will have been approached by student politicians on Eastern <laughs> Avenue, put their earphones in, trying to get in direction. So no. let's see the let's hear the flip side of that. Yeah,
2: cool. So the way I got started in it was just actually through debating. Um I met a lot of people that were like minded and I sort of didn't have very like developed political views I think coming into university like most people. Um, but I sort of knew where I broadly like leaned. Um, and then I was sort of asked um, with some other debaters whether I wanted to run for SRC. And I sort of then got really involved and it was like a really great experience. And I started to learn more about student activism, which I think is probably the more valuable part of student politics um, and went to a couple of protests. Um, and then the year after is when I ran for USU board which was really difficult, but it's been
1: good so far. Do you want to give us a brief outline of what the USU do? Yeah,
2: so the USU is um, one of the largest student unions in the country, um, but if from a progressive standpoint, it's perhaps not what you traditionally think of a union as. It's a union in the sense that it has members that are students, but um, the services it actually provides are more like sort of practical, I guess. So we do all the food and drink outlets on campus um, and we run the clubs and societies program. So we're non for profit. So all of the money we get from outlets, we put back into like student programs and things like that. Um, So it's really positive, but it's definitely different to something like the SRC. So the SRC focuses more on student activism. It's more about like lobbying um, against the government, against the university, and like fighting for student rights in a more of a systemic sense. Mm. Where does the
0: funding from the USU come?
2: So um, it comes from your student services and amenities fee, which everyone pays in the semester. How much do we pay for that? It's like, I think it's like 145 a semester. Yeah.
1: from View My Results once.
0: Yeah. I, I've had some friends that haven't been able to go on exchange just because yeah. they totally forgot to pay it. Yeah,
2: no, I think people don't really <laughs> make the link of like where that money's going or whether it's, at, like they, it's hard to like see whether it's valuable or not mm. in their daily life. But before, I think it was like 2006, um, it was compulsory to pay a larger amount to be part of all the student unions, but now we sort of have to rely on other sources to get funding.
0: Yeah, sure, mm. cool. So, what's it like um, being part of the USU board?
2: Um, <laughs>
1: what are the dynamics like? Yeah,
2: <laughs> the dynamics. Oh, this is a this is a spicy question. Um, Lachlan
1: Finch may be watching. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think it's it's uh, like it's. There is, like, sort of this implicit tension when you start off because, like, everyone's coming from different views. Often your factions mm. do have beef, like, both personal and political. Um, I personally experienced a lot of, I guess, what you sort of describe as, like, bullying during my campaign, which I found, like, mm. really difficult to then, like, sort of um, deal with when you're working with these people or you need to work with certain yeah. people to, like, get things done on board. And also because I think you sort of realise, like, everyone's sort of, makes mistakes or does things they probably regret um, Mm -hmm. and you can like forgive people but at the same time for me personally I know like even if these are nice people like certain people I'm not going to name who Mm. um, they're sort of like I'm happy to have a working relationship with them but probably like personally we're never going to be that close or like
0: yeah, that sort of thing. Mm. So, just quick question: So that photo of you campaigning yeah. there is that you trying to get into the USU board? Yeah, so everyone has election. to have their own individual campaign. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: So it happens in semester one, um, and everyone runs with like a fun color. I wrote that shit for LA. Yeah, you get that's like when all the annoying stuff that everyone hates happens. Yeah. But out on eastern Avenue, and no, like, trust me, no one enjoys walk and talks, which is what they're called, where you have to like jump in and for mm. someone to listen to you. But I think a lot of people get to this point where you're like, okay, I think it's important enough that I'm just going to cop it and be that annoying person because I think it's worth it. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's It's really taxing. Like often you do like 30 kilometers of walking um, Fire. on a really intense Jesus. campaign day. Yeah.
1: Right, there's two things I just want to revisit. So yeah. if you're comfortable, can we talk about that bullying thing a little bit?
2: Yeah. Um, so
1: obviously your yeah. your political orientation is a slightly left wing? Is that yeah. how you define it? Yeah, um, um, I'm quite
2: left wing. Yeah.
1: So how like what was it like being left wing and running for the USU board?
2: Um, I think there's like definitely a lot of associations that like a lot of people on the left are very radical, mm-hmm. um, or that the things they're doing. Like if for example you criticize someone politically that's on the right, often you'll be you'll be targeted for for saying for like like will be suggested that you're not actually targeting them for a legitimate reason, but you're just, you know, trying to like bully someone, trying to just mm. like be rude or like be harmful. Um, but I think it happens both ways, and it's often a bit, a bit less obvious when it's happening the other way because yep. it, people are more strategic when they're in a political party in, a, in an established political party, like the Labour Party or the Liberal Party. They obviously have higher ups that they have to be accountable to, so they're less likely to be public about like any beef or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, it was just like like lots of small incidents, um, I mean one really big one, but I don't know if I feel comfortable talking yeah, that, that's, that's about it, because fine. only because I'm working with the person still, yeah. um, but like even small things like there'll be, there'll be a bit of like racism here and there, sometimes people on the right often criticise left-wing candidates for using identity politics, hmm. which is quite ironic because like, for example, my faction and a lot of left-wing people I know actually <coughs> reject that that mm. premise that, like... How, know, what would
0: you identify identity, <clears throat> identity politics as?
2: Well, to me, it's, like, in a simple way. It's sort of, like... Or oh, I think the harmful form of it would be where people that are, like, for example, a person of colour or, like, a queer person that otherwise hold privilege... Like regardless, so maybe you're like a wealthy person of color. Like for example, in my in my circumstance, even though I'm a woman of color, I'm probably not systematically disadvantaged mm-hmm. because I've, I'm going to the University of Sydney. I went to a, I went to a good school. Yeah, those sorts of things. So even if I experience racism, it's not on a systemic level in the same in the, in the same way. For example, that an Indigenous person would mm-hmm. experience yeah. racism. So I think it's where people that often hold privilege will use their identity as a way to deflect like criticism or as a way to like centre themselves instead of focusing on things like, uh, for example, someone's class, which could be a much larger uh, marginalisation mm. their identity. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's how it plays out in a really harmful way.
0: Cool. So when you're running for USU board, are you meant to be identified with a political party or you're just run independently? How does that work?
2: So the way it works, you can run independently. And in the past, there was a like a faction called indies, but I think (laughs) the deceptive thing is that like, you're never truly independent in the sense that you always will have some political views or you'll have to vote (coughs) on some political issues at some point. So I think often it's better to be open about what sort of things you would vote on and why. Um, So I think that's why often factions, like for example, this faction I was running with was Switch, um, Mm -hmm. which is broadly progressive, but you're not not tied to like, a faction or you're not tied to, like, a party. Yeah. Um, so often sometimes, like, um, other parties doing that too. They're running independent candidates. But obviously there is still some ideological motivation mm. or, um, yeah, things you prioritise, I guess.
0: Okay. Yeah. Interesting.
1: So if there was someone that would be like, okay, I'm just talking from a very objective person, objective third-party view that's, like, mm-hmm. not involved in politics, do you think the hype around elections all this, like, backdoor kind of stuff mm. like very all the political tensions that go on are justified mm. for just the student politics level
0: mm.
2: right um I think it's difficult to say because I think also there's some very legitimate criticisms that student politics in a sense of just like getting a position like for example mm. being a board director you do have limited power yeah. so there's a point at which like all of the like backroom dealing or like not staying true to your principles won't be worth it. Mm. And I think there's like some very good criticisms that, like, imagine if you put all the effort you've put into this campaign to like get one person elected into like actually campaigning, like, or going out and talking to people about the issue you actually care about. Mm. So, like, oh, I care about like refugee activism. I'm not going to campaign for a board, they I'll just only talk, like, you know, yeah. put all that energy into that. Would it like you have to weigh up, like, what would be more valuable? I think there is obviously still some value. Um, in being in some sort of position where you can like lobby the university. Um, But obviously I think there are limits to like change from within because you're always having to compromise or even if you vote one way, someone else or the majority may vote
0: another way. Mm. So is that one of the jobs of the USU to lobby the actual university body Mm. on the issues that they find important?
2: Well, I think even within our board, there'll be a split view on that. But I think when you're in a position that you can advocate for other students, you should. Yeah. Um especially when like the USU is is looked on like fairly favorably by the university. Mm-hmm. Like, we do have that sort of, I guess, negotiating power, whereas like often the SRC is not treated the same way by the university. Yeah. Um, we're support, supported quite well in terms of funding. Um, and yeah, so I think like when we can talk to like the vice chancellor or have a meeting with like mm. people in university management it's always it's always better to like be lobbying for something
0: sure does the um, SRC do a lot of lobbying and that yeah. sort of stuff yeah that's good yeah
2: um they have things called collectives um and mm. office bearer positions and they often have meetings with like lots of people do a lot of student activism, like organise protests on campus, um, disseminate a lot of information, and provide resources. And Was things. it environment mm.
1: strike organised by the SRC?
2: Was that? Yeah. So like partly the environment collective in the SRC um, helped organise it, and I think there's some other groups. Uh, I think it's called like uh, Uni for School Climate Strike or yeah. things cool. along those lines. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Talking about like um, protests and collectives and that sort of stuff. What do you see as like the value of like protests in this mm. day and age? And do you think the protests because you do see like a fair few of them at UCID mm. and sometimes you feel like what are they doing? Are they making a difference? Like how do you feel about that?
2: I think that's such an important question because I think often when we think of a valuable protest, we think of like fifty thousand people, like the climate check yeah. for example, where like yeah. obviously there's mainstream media attention, like politicians are paying attention. Is it an issue a lot of people are behind? I think then People often, it's not very obvious why sometimes there's, like, 30 people outside, like, the quad protesting. And to the average student, it could be even be a bit alienating. Mm. But I think often, so, for example, when the Women's Collective organises a protest, um, for example, they did a lot around, like, sexual assault policy Mm -hmm. on campus. Um, What wasn't really seen by the time that protest culminates was that they've had meetings with the vice chancellor asking him to, like, you know, Take on the Australian Human Rights Commission review Mm. into sexual assaults on campus. And it's sort of like they've reached a point where, like, this is like their last sort of piece of bargaining power. So, having that little, like, group of people that is, like, loud and maybe small, but, like, a quality group of people that is actually, like, you know, trying to get the attention of people in university management. Mm. Um, is often quite effective because, like, student media reports on it. Like, even if it doesn't go past campus, there are people paying attention. And, like, obviously, it's in university's management's interest to, like, sort of allay those people that are causing a fuss. So I think it can often be really effective just on a micro level.
0: Sure. Um,
2: But also partly... Um, People sometimes get involved because they'll see something, some issue, someone's protesting about on campus and they are actually really passionate about it. Mm. And they'll start talking and and learn more about it and maybe get involved later on. So it can like build the movement. But I think there's like different purposes and sometimes it's not as obvious what the purpose is for that particular one.
1: Yeah, definitely.